0: As I looked at what I wanted to share a little bit for Father's Day, um, I started to think about the word intentional. Um, Because as a culture, I think... We do a lot of things that are just the way they've always been done, or we've done things to try to to make them better than they've always been done, but we're not necessarily intentional about it. We don't always see the unintentional consequences of some of the things that we do. There was a phrase that the greatest generation began in our country, and it's become kind of a mantra that I hear quite a bit, as you return from World War two and and you now have had a nation uh, in the midst of war for years, you start to have single dwelling homes, right? You have a family home now you get you get a washing machine, you get a car, you get these things that, that were in abundance from from that time period. It changed the fabric of our world under the idea that we just want our kids. To have a better life. And on on the face of it, and in in the purest sense that, that that can be said, that was not a bad statement. That we want our children to have a better life than what we had. Every parent kind of thinks that, right? The issue is that sometimes we are not intentional about what a better life really means. And I want to tell you that some of the things that I see now at the high school level and some of these 8th grade kids that I spend a lot of time with is that they have everything they could possibly want except relationships with their parents. Broken family units because we've given them everything to make their life better physically. We've made their life easier, right? And we continue to pursue that. We really, in our heart, want that. But there's an unintended consequence of that. That sometimes we lose sight of the fullness of what God wants us to be about. That it's not just about those physical things that that kids can, can do things more readily and they can have accessibility to things that we never dreamed of. One of the things that has been most striking to me, honestly, that the scariest piece of the internet, and you're thinking, well, there's lots of scary parts about this kind of stuff, but... Kids, don't stop asking your parents. Don't stop asking your grandparents about your life. Because, folks, whether you realize it or not, but with the advent of Google and Siri, they don't have to ask you questions anymore. There is a natural breakdown now of how information is passed down. The things that I learned from my dad, I can watch a YouTube video about now. And I would lose that relationship entirely if that's what I did. Because we have to be even more intentional than ever before. There has to be a why behind what we do. There has to be an underpinning that we're passing on to our kids. And, and as we read some of these things, I want to I talk about, first of all, the family structure... And I'm going to be brief because I know we've got the kids in here. But in Ephesians chapter 6, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in training and instruction of the Lord. And as I read these four verses, there's a a construct here. There's a couple of different instructions for for each level. Children, obey your parents. And, And we all need to think about this, okay? Because if you're here, then you're a child, right? That's the way it works, And so we want to think about our children, but really we're a child too. And how are we listening? And some of this pertains to how we honor the Lord in the way we listen. And our Heavenly Father comes into this thing too because it is right. To honor your father and mother. What does that look like? Because obedience looks like one thing, but honor is another, isn't it? There's two different things going on here. The, The obedience is one thing, listening to a parent, because there's lots of things, but honoring a parent on its face is different. The way in which you honor your father and mother, this is directed more to parents, okay? The way in which you honor your father and mother is what you're teaching your children honor looks like. Okay? Generationally, the way that we honor our parents is what we're really telling our children honor looks like. That doesn't mean that you have to agree with everything that that your dad has ever done or your mother has ever said. okay? But the way in which you love them and honor them is different. You're ascribing value not because of what they are or who they have become but because God has given them value. Because they are a human being and created in the likeness of God the Father. And even if they've made some terrible decisions and have done some very painful and hurtful things, they still have value in the sight of who God is based on that. And you need to honor God by honoring them in that. And in so doing, your children will see that. And the converse is true as well. The way in which you dishonor your parents and the things that you nitpick about your parents and the way in which you treat your parents don't be surprised that when you're your parents age if your kids treat you the same way the opportunity to honor your parents comes with a promise it says it's the first commandment with a promise so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. First of all, kids, your parents are a lot older than you, right? And You hear it all the time. They, they, they tell you things and you're like, well, how do you know? Because I've done what you've done. Like I've been there. And you need to understand that if your parent is sitting right beside you, then they've lived to tell about it. Okay? And that's not always true. Because we were kids too. And I've done some things that I probably shouldn't have lived through, but by God's grace, I'm here to stop my kids from doing some of the same things that I've done. There are lessons to be learned. That it may go well with you. That that the opportunity to glean from the wisdom that God has given to us, the opportunity to learn from circumstances, all of that is incredibly beneficial to pass on generationally. Please, please listen, kids. Ask your parents what it was like to be a kid. Make them remember. Remember, because we forget sometimes too. Ask them pointed questions. Don't Google it. (laughs) Please. You'll get a much better answer, a more robust understanding of the world we live in. The last one is directed to fathers, and I'm not quite sure why. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in training and instruction of the Lord. If you're a father, you understand, right? <laughs> because if, if they exasperate you, then they deserve to be exasperated. We want <laughs> We only want what's best for them, truly, right? But sometimes our filter our filter is clogged with what we want them to look like and sometimes we direct their behavior and not their heart and therefore we exasperate them because we are actually working not on their heart and their will but we're working on their spirit and fathers you can crush their spirits You can exasperate them to the point where they give up what they love. And it's not good. To help blow wind in their sails, to help them understand who God created them to be and what He wants them to do is not easy. But it's right. There's a reason that warning is there. Because it's very easy to focus on behavior instead of their heart. What the phrase says is don't exasperate your children, right? But bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Teach them honor and they will learn behavior. (laughs) That's the way it works, right? Teach them how to honor what God has done. Teach them how to honor your parents. Teach them how to honor your wife teach them how to honor your siblings teach them honor and they're going to learn how to act if you teach them how to act that doesn't mean they have honor it doesn't usually work in the other direction because you can fake that right Take time to pour into their hearts. Don't worry so much about exactly what they're doing and how they're doing it, right? Now, obviously, if you're teaching them how to use a circular saw, let's, co- let's use common sense, guys, alright? There, there is a right and there is a wrong, okay? Fingers get lost. <laughs> but when you're talking about things that are of, the, of a different mindset, that are willful or spiritful... <laughs> that's a word you have to know the difference fathers and you have to take the time to discern what is different do you want them to do it just the way you've done it because you think that's the only way it can be done or it is the only way that can be done you have to figure that out they're all different that's the beauty of the body of Christ That we get to all play a different role and be a part of this thing because we all have something to bring that isn't possessed by everyone else. That's the way it works. Teach them to honor and they will learn behavior. One thing that I wanted to leave you with. As I was, and and Al can speak to this too, as I walked around israel and i spent time in their hotels and other places on the doorposts of the hotel rooms even there was a small container bolted to the door frame everywhere we went and it contained These words. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. These commandments I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your foreheads. Bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. That was the instructions given to Orthodox Judaism. That they would take that passage, that they would take that passage and remember to keep that in front of them, literally, physically, all the time. That they would remember that their Lord is God, and their Lord, their God is one, and that they should love Him with all their heart, soul, mind, strength, all of those things. And you know what? In the New Testament, Jesus repeats that, right? When He's asked by those that are of the law, what's the greatest commandment? Guess where He goes? Love the Lord your God. Because it's about honoring God more than it's about the way you're behaving. Jesus didn't give a list of things to do. God never really gave a list of things to do, right? He gave instructions to impress on His children to love God. With all of your being. Not just, not just be thankful for all of the physical things and all the strength that we have, but also your mind and your heart and everything that you do. An all-encompassing thing. It says to impress them on your children. So when you take those two passages in my mind and put them together, it's very clear what we're to be about, men. If we're to not exasperate our children, to bring them up in the training of the Lord, then we first must keep in front of us loving our God. That we talk about it in our home. That we talk about it when we're on the way somewhere. That when we lie down and we rise up, whenever we are doing anything, we are doing it because we are honoring God. That we are teaching that honor that will then change the way children act because there's honor when you teach it at that core level. It changes everything, doesn't it? I don't know when it became unfashionable to be men of passion for God. But I'm telling you that it may not be in style, but it needs to happen. Men, as we look at the opportunities to raise young men and women in our culture, we have to be intentional. We cannot tell them that this is the way it should be done and stop right there. We have to tell them because that's the way, right? Children, obey your parents is a great thing to tell your kids, but it says, right? Parents in the Lord. For this is right. You cannot stop short with the behaviors. You have got to help them understand the value in everything that we do is unto the Lord. Everything that we get to do is to be a reflection of our relationship with Him. Whether you're a father or a child or a mother, whatever you are right now, teach honor. Learn How to love God and pass that on. Keep it in front of you all the time so that when your kids know what you're doing, they know what you're doing based on why you're doing it. That you're continuously going in the same direction because you are pursuing God. And you're setting an example for them to follow. That if they follow you, they're going to get closer to God. And as they get closer to God, then they draw the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. Because men, statistically speaking, the family will fall apart in the church without you. That's not to slight mothers. Mothers, you do an incredible amount of work. My mother got me in church when my dad wouldn't go when we were first married, when, when they were first married. My mom still went. But as a boy, I didn't really get it until I saw my dad get it. It's the way that we are designed. It's just part of, and I could take you back to Genesis chapter 3 and explain all the consequences of sin and and the fall, but, but you just need to understand that, that it's the way it is. Men, we need you to lead. We need you to be the fathers that, that keep the Lord right here all the time. So that when our wives, our children follow you, they know they're following God with all their heart, with all their mind, with all their soul, with all their strength. That they know that's what's important and they know they're headed in the right direction. We've got to stop, stop being unintentional about the way we do things. Stop, stop worrying about all the details on the periphery and be intentional about this one thing, right? The details will take care of themselves. Be intentional about following God. Hero, Israel. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. It's the greatest commandment there is. Father, thank you for the opportunity to share. Thank you for your word, for the reminder that it is to our hearts. Lord, I pray that we would seek after You intentionally, that we would pursue You, that we would look to You for guidance, for strength, for wisdom as we lead. Lord, thank You for the place that You give to us of grace and mercy, and and as I prayed earlier, Lord, that... That we are fallen beings and we know that we make mistakes, but we know that You make up the difference. That You help our children to understand what it's like to follow after You, Lord, as we submit our will to You. Lord, I pray that we would do that. Lord, I pray that we would honor You in the way we live our life and that our children follow hard after You because we set an example that was worth following. Lord, thank You for that opportunity. In Jesus' name. Amen.